You're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, this is Fidelis Odogbo. Let me welcome you to today's edition of Mountain Springs Church Podcast. Last week, I talked about the law of progress. And ever since it has been on my mind to kind of do a, a second series of that, but I just felt to do more of like a commentary today. So I'm not going to be really on scriptures or talking or reading from scriptures. I may start with that, but that's not the emphasis for me today. The emphasis for me today is to just talk about life experiences and how the scripture affects us on a daily basis. I mean, this is more of a practical side of it and just making commentaries on what really happens for us as far as time is concerned. Now, I want to read from Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. It was something that really touched my heart when I read through that verse some time ago. But before that, let's just do a little bit of a you know, background of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes was really um, a book that was written by a preacher, they say. A lot of scholars, they actually think that it should be Solomon. But anyway, I'm not going into that today. But it was written by this preacher who was really trying to bring some kind of sanity to the people of Israel, the Jews in particular, at a time in their life or in their history when they felt like God was far away from them. I would say that it was, you know, written around 450 BC, you know, when the Greek ruled the world at that point in time. The Greek had just overcame or defeated the Persian Empire and had instituted this style of living that has affected the entire world at that point in time. So at that point in time, the Jews were really longing for the experience of God, wanting to know what life holds for them. They were so emphatic in their search for meaning in life. It was at that point that um, the writer of Ecclesiastes began to talk about this. Hence he used one word that you know, resonated throughout his writing, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity and vanity. But if you want to go deep into that, it is not just vanity as, as per the English word mean it today. Rather, a word that most scholars actually um, explain to mean is way of saying, hmm, you know, just that sigh of relief, like something is happening, but they can't understand why God is not in their daily affairs. Anyway, when this happened, he began to say something that I believe affects us all today. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11, it says, I have seen something under the sun. The race is not to the swift, or the battle to the strong. Nor does food come to the wise, or wealth to the brilliant, or favor to the, to the learned. But time and chance happen to them all. Now, I may not do a, a, you know, like an exegesis on this. I just really want to talk about 
what this means in our day-to-day -day life. Now it says that time and chance happen to them all, and he actually had listed the things that he says that time happens to them all. One of them, he says, the race is not to the swift, or the battle to the strong. Now, it just kind of brings a sense of understanding or wisdom. Let me read that verse of scripture again from a New Living Translation. It says, I have observed something else under the sun, speaking of this earth. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy, and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance and being in the right place at the right time. That's such a powerful way to put it. You see, in this life, we often, we often measure success or achievement by how much we have put in, by how much we have been able to groom ourselves and train ourselves to a point where we feel that we have the necessary skills that we need to achieve in life. You know, an Olympic athlete will train and train and train and train and then he comes to a place of confidence in himself or herself, you know, and say, well, you know what, I can compete with anybody in the world because he's focusing on how much he has prepared or she has prepared for that competition. But here we are, you know, hearing the preacher say, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. I mean, I love watching athletics. And I enjoy seeing the athletes, you know, competing in a grandstand and everyone trying to be the first to breast, you know, the tape at the end of the track. But one thing is sure, I've seen athletes who are tipped to win the gold medal, all stacked up on the track and the gun blasts and off they go. And then something happened along the line. He or she pulls a muscle stream, uh, string, and that's the end of the, of the race for him. But he was the one that everyone tips to win the race. So it doesn't always go by how we think it should be. You know, the fastest runner in our, in our day and age will say he's fast, the race is for him. He's strong, he will win every battle. He is intelligent, he will you know, go far in life. He's so skillful, you know, he will have everything he needs. But the preacher really have seen something here. And if Solomon is actually the one who wrote this book, which, you know, 95% he is, one would say that he was one of the wisest men who lived in his time. So he actually knew what he was talking about. That the success or the achievement that we so desire in this life can come to us, but if the only way we measure that is based on how much we have prepared ourselves and how much we have trained, how much we have invested in ourselves and in our lives, then we are really missing the point here. Now, I believe that God is teaching a lesson here that, you know, having done all to prepare ourselves for the battle of life, for the challenges we are going to face in life, there still is one factor that we have to consider, and that is time. 
You see, in life there is time for everything. There is time for everyone. Now, the word time here, I don't want to, like I said, I, I don't want to delve into the um, story today about this. I just want to comment on this. But the word time here actually speaks of that time that is appointed, that time that is suitable for things to happen, that time that is somehow has been reserved for you to be your time of revealing, your time of entering into what God really has for you in this sphere of life. You see, as I speak, there are people out there who are really wondering, you know, like asking so many questions. I've worked so hard in life. I've done so many things in life. I have, you know, amassed the, the biggest skill there is out there in the world. How come I'm not really up to par with my colleagues or with my, you know, mates? You know, and probably you're wondering and not seeing the fruits of your labor. Now, it is just the truth that there are seasons in everyone's life. Every one of us have a time that God has designated for us to experience what he has in store for us in this life. You know, and does that mean that I shouldn't do anything and just wait until, you know, I figure out that I'm in that season of my life when things begin to happen the way God wants them to happen? I don't think so. You see, life is all, it's all about knowing that time of your life. Just sensing the right time to hit when the iron is hot. You see, when we understand this, we not even have any iota of competitive spirit in us. Just comparing ourselves with others and trying to do what they are doing because what they did worked out for them, so we want to copy them. Someone, you know, goes into um, the business of selling rubber stamps and then you say oh this man succeeded in selling rubber stamps so I'm going I must go and find myself a trade in rubber stamp you know things like that will not exist or happen in our life when we understand what timing is all about that everyone has his or time in this life to become whoever you want to become in this life achieve whatever you want to achieve in this life there is a time that god has set aside you know of course there's a time of preparation there's a time of getting all you need as a person to be able to achieve what god has in store for you when the time comes you have what it takes to be there you have the character that you need to carry on that that progress that god has put you know on your path so timing is a very very important aspect of our lives I believe it's one thing that is you know not always given attention to so people worry most of the time and just trying to fast-track everything in their life and that way it leads to so many kinds of damage you know that, that we do to our lives because we're trying to force things to happen are trying to birth a process that has not even reached maturity god has a timing for each and every one of us there is a place for everyone in this life you know someone said that everyone has the access to 24 hours that god has given to everyone in this life now whatever you do with it is up to you you know that that's a whole different thing entirely 
compared to what we are talking about here. The timing here is a time in life that I think some people do understand that, that the time comes in your, in your life when things begin to unfold, things begin to happen with little or, you know, with, you know, just a modicum of efforts, you're able to break into whatever you've been dreaming for. That is what I'm talking about. So I just want to charge us today to, you know, think about this and get to that point where you relax in God's arms, knowing full well that you are not just folding your hands and waiting for your time to come, but rather you are preparing yourself. You are doing things that will help you to, you know, to not only achieve whatever you want to achieve, but to give you a staying power to be able to maintain the success or maintain the increase that God has given unto us. You know, I think about someone who thinks that he knows so much, and as a result, that determines what he will become in this life. You know, you have so much skill. You have, you know, you are just graced with so much talent, incredible intelligence. You are just good at everything. And so you, you know, you end up with this notion that you can achieve anything and you can be anything. But I think if we've noticed this so well, you would see that a lot of people who think that way are usually the less achieved people. And they wonder why that is happening. You know, because they have everything that anyone needs to launch out there and become great in life. They have all the, you know, qualifications and they have all the degrees and they have all the talents and intelligence. But why has things not, you know, come the way you actually want them to, to, to be in life? Because there is a timing for you. There is a timing for every one of us. God has given every one of us a certain time in his life to excel, to just, you know, glide in the wind of his prosperity. That time, I believe, is something that we really need to, you know, fix our heart on. And while we are preparing and things are not happening the way we expect them to happen in this time in our lives, we just keep thanking God, knowing full well that he's got the perfect time for us. He has mapped out the perfect place and the perfect time for us to excel and to prosper in anything we want to do. Now, I'll give myself an example. When we came to Canada, we thought that, you know, we're here to do God's work. So let's start right away. And then we started hosting people in our house. This was back in 2018. We started hosting people in our house. And, of course, we had about 20 people who showed up one, you know, one evening when we had the call for people to come over and let's just celebrate and, and you know, fellowship together. And we thought that church has started. I mean, if you have 20 people in your house and who are willing to kind of be your friend and come anytime that you really need their, their company, I mean, church has started. You know, it was not until after three to four years we realized that that wasn't the perfect time. You know, we had the zeal, we had the knowledge, we, you know, we are reaching out to everyone that we can, you know, talk to. But that just wasn't God's timing for us. We would have tried all we could to do whatever we can do, but it's not just going to work. And then, 
three years later, we found ourselves in this journey again and things began to unfold of their own accord. You know, how God moved us in just one year to where we are at today, it's amazing. But one thing I can tell is the fact that we are in the just we are just in the very right season for this. This is the time for it to move. They always say strike when the iron is hot. That's what the potters do to ensure that they get the right shape. Because at that time when it's hot, that's the best time to strike. So I really want to encourage us today to, you know, hope in God and trust that God has got your back and He has the right time for you to be anything you want to be in this life as long as it fulfills God's plan for you in this life. You know, I've always believed in that place of sensitivity to what God is doing in your life, being able to know how God works with you, being able to recognize how God is working in your life and the things he does, you know, around you. And when you put your mind on that and you're able to figure out God's pattern of, you know, working out things in your life, it will be very easy for you to recognize that time, you know, when things need to happen in your life. That's, at least for me, it's my experience. I often always know that this is really what God wants us to do the time. Sometimes I, I don't get it perfectly, I'm a human being, but at least six out of ten, I can figure out that, yeah, this happens to be the time that we need to take certain actions and we begin to move in that direction. And we just see doors open without so much struggle or without so much, you know, efforts. But God is doing it for us. That is exactly the experience. So when the preacher talked about time and opportunities and just being in the right place and in the right time, it does make so much sense to me. It is not about how strong you are. It is not about how intelligent you are. It is not about how, how wise you are. Riches and, and, and wealth doesn't always come to intelligent people. There are people today who have never seen the four walls of academic institution. They have not even had, you know, had the idea of what it means to have a formal education. But they, you know, one of the most health, you know, wealthiest people on earth. Now, the point is just locating what God has carved out for you and recognizing his timing in your life so that you can walk you know, at that point in time when God is at, at work in you. Now, in saying this, I want to reiterate this, that it is the time for Mountain Springs Church to be numbered as one of God's institutions here in Hamilton. I strongly believe that Mountain Springs is not a coincidence. I mean, you can disagree with that, but that's, that's up to you. And I'm convinced in my heart that Mountain Springs is God's plan for us at this point in time in our lives and also at this point in time in the lives of people who live in this community where we are planted. I believe that Mountain Springs has come to fulfill God's passion in the, in the lives of people that are planted here in Hamilton. I strongly believe that. So I just want to charge us today, this is more, more like a charge to all of us that Whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking, you know, 
probably are thinking that you're working so hard and nothing is happening. I want you to know that you have your time. There is a time for you. When that time comes, you'll be surprised how things just begin to unfold and how doors begin to open for you. You'll be surprised that, you know, the effort you think the effort you've put in before and you know the effort you are putting now is maybe nothing compared, you know, to how much you struggled in the past. But you're just experiencing that release into into your vibe, into where you just coast in prosperity. That is what I believe about this. That God has planted us in different time. I would say he has planted us in different time zones in the fulfillment of our destiny in this life. You know, so don't be don't have that sense of of defeat. Like you know, I have failed. No. God is at work in your life. The time will come. And when that time comes, it's gonna be amazing how God works out everything for his own good so that you can experience the best you have, you know, the best you can experience in this life. I believe God really wants us to have the best in this life. He wants us to experience his, his, his prosperity, his bounty. I strongly believe that. I don't believe that you know, God's best for us is to struggle through life and have little or none at all. You know, God really wants us to be in a place where we can be you know, of benefit to others. And when we are there, others will benefit from our generosity, from our hospitality. That's what I really strongly believe. So I'm charging you, wherever you are, to, you know, take this word to mind, that your time is coming, if it has not yet come. Your time is coming. And when it comes, you will recognize how things are playing out, how things are working for good. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Consistency is needed here. Don't say, where well, I've tried my best and nothing is working in my life, so I've given up. No, keep doing what you're doing. One day, the time comes and you just begin to experience the increase that God has planned out for you. You begin to experience, you know, productivity in every sphere. That is God's gift to us. Time is of essence. So when the preacher says there is time for everything under the sun, I think he, he meant it. There's time for everything. It's time for everything on the sun. A time to gather, a time to scatter, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to weep, and a time to laugh. Just every everything. When we understand that, it just makes life so easy for us. You know, it is the same preacher who says that God has made the ways of humanity simple, but we have made it so complex for us. Because we try to rationalize things a lot and just trying to make things happen in our own way. But if we believe that God has put us in different time zones in the pursuit of destiny, it will change our perception entirely and just gives us that sense of, you know, in control, that we are not lost in the puzzles of life, that we, no matter how much it takes, no matter how long it takes, that we are consistently heading to the destination that God has planned for us. You know, there's one story I always in, you know, reference to when I speak to my girls, that, you know what, when God told Noah to build the ark and ask to bring all the animals and every living being at that point in time into the 
the arc, you notice one thing, that some animals that are just naturally fast, you can imagine the cheetah will, out, will outrun every other animal, you know, you know, to get into the arc, because the flood is rising. You can imagine the lions and the tigers that can actually run. But what about the snail? You know, how did the snail make it to the arc? I believe one, one thing that was so is the fact that the snail just stayed consistent in his slow walk. Every animal is already in the arc, hiding from the flood, but the snail continued consistently until it made it to the arc. I think that's the best way I can explain this. Snail takes a whole lot of time to move from one end to the other because of their nature. They crawl with such, you know, with such like a basical move move until they get to their destination but yet they are just consistent they just keep doing what they are doing so i'm charging you with this today just keep doing what you're doing don't stop you know it, it may not look like you are making any progress it may not look like you are increasing you know from one level to the other but like we did mention last week that progress is always taking place even though we don't see them in our lives but that's just a law when we just stay put in where we are at and keep doing what we are doing, God, in his time, will bring it to pass. And I believe that's where the principle of, you know, sowing and reaping comes in. There is a time to sow. And then there is this long time of waiting. And then the harvest comes. You know, timing for everything. You can imagine the time for a farmer to cultivate a maize crop. Is different from the time he cultivates the orange and fruits. The maize can, you know, the maize can be planted in one year and be harvested in the same year, just a couple of months, seven to ten months. But for orange, it takes many, many years. There are two different time zones or two different time and seasons in life. But one cannot say, well, because yours has happened now, so I have failed. That's why it is very, very um, it is really not a good thing to compare ourselves with one another, but rather to just focus on God and sense the timing in our lives and roll with it. When we begin to do that, we see that, you know, we are achieving what God wants us to achieve and not looking at others and, you know, trying to compare ourselves with them, whether you are, whether you are doing better than them or they are doing better than you. You know, we often compare in two, in two ways, you know. God doesn't really want us to begin to compare ourselves with other people's progress. You know, oh, I'm doing better than that guy, so yeah, I'm progressing. Oh, that guy is doing better than me. I need to work hard and get to where he is. I need to really push. Just stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane. And keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. The Bible says we should not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we will reap. If we do not faint. I think that summarizes everything I'm saying here today. Do not be weary in well-doing. Continue doing what is good. Continue to do the things you're doing. Don't get, don't get, you know, tired of doing them. For in due season, we will reap if we do not faint. And then somewhere in the book of Psalms, it says, All the eyes of all humanity wait on you, O Lord, for you give us our food in due season. We all have our season. We all have our timing. So if we recognize this, I strongly believe that it will give us the rest that we need and not make us feel like we have to perform, we have to 
we have to work extra harder like Mr. A to achieve that same result. No, we don't have to work like anybody else to achieve the result that they've achieved. Just work based on the capacity God has given to you and stay consistent in what you're doing and in due season, in the right time, you will continue to reap harvests and it could be for the rest of your life because you waited for that time to come. You know, you're not trying to bounce into another man's world, trying to achieve something because he has achieved it. But you are focused, focused on what God has, you know, put in, in, on your path and you're waiting for your time. This is what I have in my heart today. I just decided to talk about this and, you know, more, much like a commentary, which I believe it's good for us to kind of get, you know, into that rapport of just talking and just sharing our hearts. I want to stop here today and hope we are blessed by this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.